what's up guys welcome back to the podcast uh with aaron and typo uh aaron how you doing today i'm doing great man had a good weekend feeling good i'm feeling good too uh reggie gave me some charcoal pills or something before we started drinking well before we started heavily drinking (laughs) clean out your system yeah i pooped so hard oh yeah yeah good poops on that charcoal baby yeah Thank you for coming back to the People Everywhere Everything Now podcast, um, uh, where we bring you an episode every Monday. Expect a new one every Monday. Actually, we're so tonight we're actually going to be releasing all of the previous podcasts we have. I don't know if we're going to release the really shitty one yet or not, but uh, our audio is definitely getting better. We're we're learning a little bit more and upgrading products. You've got your new mic set up, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Thank you. You sound like sponsor. 10 times better, dude. Typo. Typo's wallet. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me his old shit. <laughs> it's not even that old, dude. I know, but it's it's your old. It's yeah. your old. Yeah. I upgraded now. I've got two mics, dude, so I can sound extra crispy. Yeah, two mics. That, that should be your MC name. MC two mics. Come a little little two mics. <laughs> little two mics. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, so we're gonna be releasing uh maybe I think like four episodes you probably already listened to them by now but uh that's all going out on the same day and then we're gonna have a new release every monday hence forth so hopefully you guys that actually listen will see our progress and uh appreciate our uh our upward momentum that we have right now i guess that's all we have is upward momentum that's true we are at the very bottom (laughs) we're at the very bottom right now what the shut the fuck up alexa Uh... Alexa! I said we're at the very bottom. She was like, like making it a song or something. Drake already did it, all right? Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. I don't really listen to Drake. I'm not interested in I don't his music either. <clears throat> I'm not saying he's a bad artist, but he's made millions. Okay. All right. People love him. I just don't like him. <clears throat> anyway. So this weekend. Typo came up to Dallas. We had ourselves a good time, man. I had a party. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was really fun, actually. I was I was hoping for a little bit more out of like a conversation with uh, Glorious, but I'm, I mean I'm fine with it. I literally texted him on Saturday morning, like at noon. Yeah. So we'll Indeed. see if he gets back to me this next week. Okay. Yeah. That'd be great. I hope, yeah. I hope it goes through. They have great products. You guys should go check it out. Glorious Gaming. Yeah, Glorious Gaming, Glorious PC Gaming Rates is what they what their official name is. Um, I've got an entire mouse pad that covers my desk, and uh, it's super fucking dope. And then I've got also my mouse that I got at PAX, which is also super dope. And I went from being a scrub at COD to uh, just a master yeah, of disaster, scrub. you know? Yeah. No, a master of disaster. Yeah, you're so terrible. Going from 23 to 30 kills average. To no 119 in shipment. Eat my ass, dude. It's not unconfirmed. Check my VOD, dog. Check the VOD. Twitch.tv forward slash XTYP0. If you want to yeah. see Protato player. Protato, you see that? We play a lot of uh, Tarkov, Escape from Tarkov. That's like the game that we're addicted to. That and, game is uh, literal drugs. Earlier th- uh, today, photo of their server was released it's actually a potato 
<laughs> oh god. I didn't see it. No, I was driving. I was driving. Potato. Um, I think it's up on Schwifty's Discord. Yeah, it's on Schwifty's Discord under general. Yeah, yeah hilarious. I'll have to check it then. That's fucking click funny. Click on it right there. <laughs> right there. Oh, that's, <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's true. We are in Discord right now. Yeah, we are. Our own remote cast. It's fucking hilarious. <clears throat> Is it just in the Tarky? It's no, it's under general. Oh. Boop, boop. Like general. <laughs> yeah. It's just a yeah. spud with some fucking heat sinks on it and Ram. a couple flash drives and a RAM sticking <laughs> yeah. out of it. Oh, that's a fucking yeah. solid state drive too. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know they've upgraded. Still using wow. fucking VGA though. God damn. I know, right? Who does that? I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think I do. No, I'm looking. I'm looking like I might, but I don't. You got the 2080, yeah, 2080, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's no way you're using VGA. I got the big sexy. Big sexy. I got the baby sexy. Ooh, I don't like that word. I don't like that word. <laughs> Take that out of context. Yeah. But all right, so let's see, we we kind of we've kind of started this podcast off and not really gone into who we are too much. I mean, we've told some stories, we've given a little background, but most people that may end up listening to this won't know us. So a lot of the people that probably have already listened to it, we've got like, what, 14 people that listened to us on Spotify before? 16. 16? Damn, two more than I thought. Yeah. I we are, we're making moves, boys. We're moving up, man. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I think we should give a little background. Like, I know, I know, like, that whole thing with your grandfather. I didn't know that, and I've known you for 10 plus years. What thing? That he ran away to the circus? Yeah. Yeah? I didn't know that. <clears throat> I didn't yeah, know that I know. he... Fucking designed some shit for the drums. I didn't oh, know that. Yeah. yeah, he did it. And that's sick knowledge, dude. He squandered my family's inheritance, that bastard. Squandered it. Sold all of the land he had. Didn't cash in on his uh, product. He sold the idea for <clears throat> instant gratification. Yeah. That bastard. And, you know, growing up, I always thought that it was his fault that I, I don't know I just thought that he was what was wrong with uh, the relationship of my father's parents but that's not true um, it was actually my grandmother that pushed him away because <laughs> she was a floozy and I didn't know that <laughs> my dad was like no your grandmother was a floozy <laughs> that word is such a weird word <clears throat> yeah but I mean it's an older word you know? I know I mean, all older words are weird, but I mean, think about this now. Photobomb is an actual word in the dictionary. Really? Yep. I think that's, that's stupid. Well, I mean, I get, I get why it is. It's a fucking yeah. word now. Yeah, we use it. It's everybody uses it. But it's we, just, the, it's just weird like seeing is, shit added. What I don't like is we're changing definitions of things, like what things mean. I don't like that. Not at all. You know, like old English vernacular. Yeah. Today, a lot has changed, but I mean that's that was you know hundred years ago. Of course, words are going to change, but over the course of my existence, I man, I can't think of any examples. Uh, people are just changing the definitions of things. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I think that there's a good term or a good sense of change when some words are changed. There's there's certain things that kind of don't matter to me, you know. But like the word triggered 
triggered it started off as a mechanical thing mechanics used it and it was to trigger something like a lever action you know yeah. and then there was a medical term for it later on which was for people like ptsd stuff like that and then over the last like two years triggered became this huge thing where everyone was triggered everyone was doing all this and for me i don't see the reason why like oh you can't say triggered anymore it's a, a sensitive topic to talk about because it's about you're actually like downplaying someone's ptsd and i mean i get that but it's like i don't even use the word triggered and the fact that i can't now triggers me you know <laughs> yeah no i get it i get it huh but what else where'd you grow up dude me oh i was born in colorado right in colorado small town um we had a town drunk he was hilarious oh yeah used to wake up every morning to mountainscape it's beautiful i remember the park that we used to play at i actually have a photo of myself at at the park on instagram oh yeah i feel like i've yeah, seen that you saw it, that chili bowl haircut oh yeah, <laughs> yeah for, the longest, for the longest time when they asked me if i wanted a bowl cut i didn't think that it meant b-o-w-l because my mother never put a bowl on top of my head to cut my hair that way <laughs> they said bowl i thought it was like the bowls the chicago bowls so you, you say wanna... bulls wrong by the way what, what you, you say mean? bull bull you're still saying bowl bowl, bowl? yeah bowl? that's the confusion that i had as a child bowl i thought it was bowl b-u-l-l -L, the whole time but it wasn't so I, th I wanted a bowl cut like the chicago bowls but no <laughs> I, I never got the opportunity to get a bowl cut i always <clears throat> had fucking like guy fieri fucking spiked up hair Ew. dude it was lit though i looked like a fucking blonde porcupine yeah i think i had done this thing in sixth grade where i'd like uh I had short hair, and then I'd get gel and just do the front and stick the front up. Oh, yeah, I remember that you know how shit. Reagan used to have his hair. I guess maybe that was a little young. Or that was a little... That was trending. That was trending for sure, because I remember doing that shit. Not, dude, I'm like two years younger than you. No, not even. No, before you met, before you knew Reagan. Oh, yeah. Having... Yeah. Yeah. Dude, surprising him this weekend was fucking hilarious. It was. The candle. <laughs> That was great. We can't share that. Though. Yeah, I know. We are not allowed to share that. But we'll we'll have that conversation whenever he's here. Oh yeah, <clears throat> that good, was great though. Good times. Awesome. We we did this this hilarious thing. We bought onesies at Walmart. They're the uh, dinosaur skin. Fucking Fortnite skin, dude. Fortnite. <laughs> we got we got adult size onesies in the children's section for three dollars each. Hell yeah, dude! I still can't believe those were three dollars. I know they're comfortable too. Yeah, I got yeah, my only downside was uh, no pockets. That's it. You didn't have pockets. Yeah, because you're supposed to have a backpack. I get. Well, your back yeah. bling is the only way that you can carry things around in, in Fortnite, Fortnite. So why would they do that yeah. in real life? You know, because pockets. That's why. <clears throat> I'm an advocate for pockets. We need more pockets. I love pockets. You know what? You need to advocate more for if you're super into pockets. Women's pockets. Women's pockets suck, dude. They're they're shallow. Oh, you're right. They do suck. They're they get, they get Most of them are not even real pockets. They I just look like a pocket. Infuriating thing in the world is a fake pocket, or a you... pocket that you can only fit a fingernail in. That's stupid. 
if you produce clothes and you have a little hem that looks like a pocket and it's meant to look like a pocket but it's not a functioning pocket you're what's wrong with america all i right? agree we're out here fighting for what women really need which is yeah, deep pockets especially yeah. once all all this shit actually comes to fruition and women are For actually fruition. treated the way they should be and then boom they're making more money if not the same as what men are making they're gonna need deep pockets for all that cash all that you know? extra cash yeah so hey, we should get ahead of the curve this is man. grassroots dog yeah we should we should make a women's line of clothing with like big pockets and then that's literally that point that that's the selling point it's hearing that out loud it sounds so fucking stupid doesn't it but, but i feel like that's gonna sell i feel like i feel like the it would too the great equalizer deeper pockets anybody listening on youtube right now comment if you would buy your mom <laughs> your girlfriend your sister or if you're a woman yourself would you buy pants with deep pockets i'm talking like dickies po style pockets where you got a pocket that's so deep you can feel your kneecap and then also your kneecap has a pocket on it and your pockets have pockets yeah, that's what's up. Or fanny packs and shit. That stuff never went out of style. If you don't like fanny packs, you can go fuck yourself. I actually just got another fanny pack from Filthy yeah. Casual at PAX. That's what's up. And I that's really like up. it. Yeah, no, they're they're great. They're a great invention. I don't know. We don't we don't decide fashion, so we don't even follow fashion. Not yet. Fashion. Yeah, well. Not yet. Wait until wait until that that tank drops, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna oh, say any more than yeah. that. But wait until oh. that tank drops when summer hits. Boom. People walking around in our tanks. Guns out. Sun's out. <laughs> dicks out. Hot boy summer right there, dude. Dicks out. What the? Always yeah, with dicks. the dicks. I mean, yeah. Always. Yeah. It's kind of I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. Yeah. <clears throat> but so you, you were born in Colorado. Uh, you lived yeah, there for yeah. what? Five years? Four years? And I was there for like... Six years. Six years? Uh, I was close. That was a guess, too. Six years. Moved to Missouri. Ooh. I was raised in a haunted house. It was an old Victorian axe murder house with a dirt floor basement. Did someone actually get murdered there? Or are yeah. you just saying that because it's creepy? No. It, it's both. Somebody actually got murdered there. A, hus a husband killed his uh, wife and child and committed suicide. Like Amityville Horror style? or like I don't know. I just just knew it was with an ex oh that's fucked i know and how long like did you guys last there time. Uh, i lived there for a long time dude i lived there um between sixth grade no not sixth grade between the ages of six and twelve i think so six years huh. something like that neosho missouri quaint little town it's overrun with meth now i think that it's being gentrified though there's a lot of a lot of daddy's money going into Did you say gingerfied? Gingerfied. Gin like gingification? Oh, gen. Gen gentrification? Yeah. Nah. Gen gentrification. Gendra? Uh whatever. Yeah, gentrified. You're making me White, sound like a crazy person. People redheaded vacation. <laughs> gentrification. <laughs> gentrification. Uh, I have like a really good I have a really good ginger joke but i don't know if i should ever say it out loud oh uh, uh -huh. how about you whisper it to me maybe we maybe we clip this out if we decide this is too much yeah uh you mean i have to clip it out no yeah. i'm not gonna decide it's too much if you say it it's going in man i don't care this is a podcast <laughs> you know how you know it. all right i don't i want to fucking say it 
and I, I mean no ill will towards anyone by this, but I just thought it was a funny thought. I'm not really making fun of anybody, but it's just a funny thought, all right? So get off my get off my case. Now, you know how there's some people who are like purists when it comes to hair colors? And they're like, I don't like fake redheads. Yeah. They're like, I only like that natural, like burnt blonde look. Anybody okay. with like real red hair, like <clears throat> that, like purist, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So if someone who doesn't have real blonde or real red hair, if they dye their hair and it looks very much like it's natural, would they be considered transgender? That's a great joke, dude. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a would. sensitive topic, I think. It, but it I think it's a good joke. Like it, in the context joke. of comedy, I think it's funny that's, and that's I think it's joke. allowed, but you never know, dude. It's 2020. Ah, man, you can't please everybody, all right? Just be funny. That's true. You know what I mean? You can't please everybody. That's, a that's great true. Joke. I'm just I'm just trying to stay woke, you know. But I'm also woke, trying to like say funny shit. The woke crowd. <clears throat> yes, yes. Yeah, so that was Neo Show, man. And, uh, does your does your dad still have that property out there? The Neo Show house? Yeah. Yeah, he owns it still. He couldn't sell it. <laughs> people keep uh, dying in it. <laughs> <laughs> no no man, one wants it. They know the stories. The people that uh, he rented it out to a lot of them were just crackheads or they'd like rent it out to crack other crackheads and everybody was just there smoking meth and the place was became decrepit so it's just not that good of a property he's he's made his money back on it already he's refinanced he'd like to just sell it for what he owes the, the rest of the bank no yeah so if you're looking to move into a small quiet town in the ozarks of missouri full of drugs Rampant with drugs, not full. Rampant? <laughs> Overflowing <laughs> with meth. Oh, it's so bad, dude. It's, it's you know, the area that the house is in, they're redoing a lot of the houses there. Because they're all uh, Victorian age, Victorian era houses. So it's like the nice part of town. Yeah. Yeah. So it's getting, it's getting better, but it got really bad there. So he's trying to get rid of it. As soon as he gets rid of it, he's going to... Uh, Get some more property um, out here in the great country of Texas. Hell yeah, dude. Hell that Texas yeah. life. That's right. I, uh, I I can't lie. I love living in Texas. But every time I've been out of the country or like visited somewhere else that was similar, I'm like, fuck, this place is really cool, actually. But then when I get back, I'm like, man, it's so good to be back. <laughs> like, is the yeah. fuck this shit? I'm never, I'm never moving out of Austin. If I do, it's gonna be out of the country. I think. Really? Huh. I mean, I don't. I don't not want to live in Austin. Austin's a nice place and all. I just really don't want to live there. Eh, that's fine. That's it's fine. Cool to be. You could be live there closer to me or whatever, but like, this is no big deal. You don't want to be around me or anything. Yeah, I don't. That's why we do this over Discord, so I don't have to be around your bitch ass. That's true. I feel like Discord's yeah. gotten better too. Like our mic setups are better. We've got compressors on our shit now. Like better quality. And then Discord's just not hitching right now, which is great. Yes, I've noticed that as well. Our first couple episodes were shit. Yeah. yeah. So anybody who actually listened to the whole thing, thank you. And yeah. also, let us know how shitty it was in the comments. Yeah. If you're on YouTube right now, or if you're listening on Apple Apple Podcasts, because we're on there now, apparently. Uh, we're there, yeah. No, we're on all of the podcasts. Now. Add us on Twitter and just be like, y'all fucking suck. Yeah, I want I want, I want you to hate me, but not just because I said 
to hate me. I really just want you to hate me. And we want to know why. Yeah. So we can make ourselves worse. So you hate us even better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I want to hate her. <laughs> what do they say? They say you can judge a man by his enemy. Yeah. Mm, no, that's not a saying. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's they hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> what? They hate us because they ain't us. They hate us because they ain't us. Yeah. No. that's the saying that you're looking for i think but uh circling back so yeah yeah you that's, moved from neosha to texas ozark missouri and then i moved from ozark missouri only lived there for like a year i feel like you did a lot there. of moving around yeah i did not that much my family or my dad was military so he moved around a lot but he was out of the military um after Colorado, and then we went to Missouri that when he moved out, or I don't know, honorable discharge. I'm not sure what it was. He became handicapped. He was deaf in one ear. He had surgery and can no longer hear out of it. So he could no longer serve. Well, <clears throat> at least, well, at least he put that work in, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, he's get that, he gets that pension or whatever they call it. Uh, GI Bill, I think. GI or whatever. Something like that. He's set, man. He's got retirement figured out, so he doesn't need to work. He's still gonna. He's still working, but and when he's on retired, he's still gonna work. I'm sure. I don't know if I'll ever retire fully. I'd like to. I'd like to retire now. I mean, it'd be so. It sounds nice, but anytime I take like vacation or something, if I'm not doing something every single moment or just being away from work that I'm doing, I start to get like anxious to get back yeah. does that make sense oh i understand that i just like i want to be back to doing what i know and what i actually enjoy my job you know yeah so it's it's very much so that i'm also missing out on things that i'm supposed to be doing at that moment because i'm on vacation and so i know that when i get back i'm gonna have like a backlog of things that i need to do but i mean my the dudes i work with are very versed at their jobs they have done it longer than i have and they're efficient. So it's not like I'm going to have all that stacked up work as if it was just me on the team. But I still feel that way. Yeah, definitely. I feel you on that, though. I used to get a job and then quit it because I'm a lazy piece of shit. Let's face the facts here. And I just didn't feel like working anymore. So I just sit around and smoke pot all the time. And then Hell eventually yeah. I just get like bored and, and I'd run out of money, too. That was a thing. <laughs> have to get, get back to work <clears throat> you know and i had a feel felt the same way dude i felt kind of useless yeah I've, of feeling. I've only had like two real jobs i'd say i worked at zoomies when i was young oh, uh yeah. i worked there for like a summer and a half and it was super cool i was doing really well i was out selling people but they just like they're kind of shitty they didn't give a fuck they just stopped putting me on the schedule and didn't tell me that i wasn't supposed to be coming in and I was like, well, so do I even have a job here? And they're just like, oh, we don't really know. You're just not on the schedule right now. I was like, all right, well, I'm not fucking coming back ever again. This is stupid. Now they and just, then that's what they do to prevent them from having to pay um, severance uh, unemployment. Yeah. Oh, no, he's, we didn't fire him. He quit. That, that's what they can say. Oh, you're but you're not on the schedule. OK, all right. Well, uh, how's that working out? Yeah, no, they just want you to move on. Yeah, but other than other than that, I worked in a tattoo parlor for a while, which 
I realized pretty quickly that that's not the job for me. I enjoy that community. I enjoy being tattooed. I enjoy being around that shit. I'm a really good piercer. But the environment was kind of toxic. And drama. Yeah, it's just stupid drama for no reason. I mean, I was apprenticing and I wasn't allowed to pierce people there while I was apprenticing. I was supposed to be training, but I was there more than the actual piercer. I had done more piercings outside of the shop before I started working there than the piercer did the whole time that I was there working there. And I was just getting like 20 bucks to like clean tubes and shit with all the tattoo artists. Just like, fuck, dude. And then I got treated like shit. So I was like, yeah, fuck this. I'm going to get a job okay. that pays well and I'm just going to pay a good artist to fucking tattoo me. Sounds good. Yep. Yeah, so we talked about, I mean, I mean, as far as my childhood, we've only talked about where I've lived, man. But I grew up in a big family. I have five sisters and four brothers. So I learned a lot from my family. Very family-oriented family. And, uh, you know, to learn something, I would just have to look next to me because there's five other, uh, five other people there uh, to learn from. Yeah, a lot of them are older too, so they've. Oh yeah, yeah. They fucked up. <clears throat> oh yeah, oh yeah. Very wholesome, wholesome upbringing. That's not to say that, you know, you think that I would have turned out better and I wouldn't have done half the shit that I've done. My parents are great, dude. They. Yeah, your parents. Like, I remember me meeting your mom. Yeah. And she was just the sweetest lady, and I felt like she was really? gonna hate me. Oh yeah, why? Cause. Just because of the way I looked and shit. Yeah, just looks. the way I looked and the way I acted. I mean, I was a fucking hellion, dude. Not really a hellion, but just like... You looked like one. I was just I just did stupid shit. Yeah. You know? And like... Because most of your family is Mormon, right? Or they were at one point. Uh, yeah, we're, I was raised Mormon. Yeah, so like... That's a stereotype right there is that they're just... Kill you with kindness, you know? Oh, and yeah, I feel I'm like murdered. that stereotype for your mom especially is dead facts, dude. Like, she is the nicest person ever, but it's not in that, like, weird condescending way that some people, like, have a problem with Mormons over, you know? They're like, oh. I don't. I don't know. People have problems with Mormons? What? You've never heard, like, the fucking people just being like, oh, they're too nice or whatever? They're kind of like Canadians. They're just like, oh, they're too uh, nice. I've never heard that, ever. I, usually I hear things about, uh, when it comes to Mormons, it's usually about the religion in general yeah it's usually about like uh joseph smith comments and stuff like that and it's always it always comes around to um what is it south park oh yeah pulling that fucking shit out of the hat yeah it always comes down to that story and then everybody has a good laugh it's like oh yeah they were great they were actually raised mormon too yep <clears throat> yeah so i had a wholesome upbringing and that was a little shit, dude. I did a bunch of dumb things. I went over to my next door neighbor's house when I was like three years old with a hammer and I hit their wiener dog on the head with it and it bit my face. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, Why? I don't remember. Why? It, it like it like knocked out it knocked me over and I spilled we had these like little boxes of cereal that we used to get sent in the mail and they're name brand cereals. You get like a pack of them. And they'd send them to us in the mail as a sample pack. And I had one, and the dog pushed on me, knocked me over, and ate it. What and a, what a dick! Yeah. So the next day, I went over there with the hammer and hit it on the head. <laughs> That's so 
fucked up though. I mean, yeah. I guess you're three years old. You didn't really know. And we were uh, the same neighbor. His name's Larry. It was a Hispanic family. I don't know exactly like if they were from Mexico or what. I just knew that they they speak Spanish. But Larry was the guy's name, and uh, his mother was hot. Nice. <laughs> yeah, she's thick, dummy thick. And, uh, <laughs> you were three years old and you thought there. that shit <laughs> god damn dude we were in the backyard we were playing cigars we we're using these sticks and we we're smoking cigars and uh we, we were climbing on this little play place you know that plastic thing that's like uh four different colors and it has a slide that comes out of it oh yeah yeah those we we're playing on one of those and i had like fallen off of it and uh my cigar jammed down the, the roof of my mouth and scraped me open. Fuck! It's still uh, bare, so there's like a, you know, you ribs in your, on the top of your mouth. I've got this big streak on the side of mine that's, that, you know, where it's bald and the ribs stop. Yeah. Damn, that's fucked, dude. That's <laughs> the closest thing to having some shit like that happen when I was a kid was I was at a, like a play place area and there was a seesaw. And I still have the scars on the inside of my lips from it, but I was like running past the seesaw and there was a kid on one side and then like a smaller kid on the other. And they were going up and down like really fast. And I ran past and the kids went up at the same time and the seesaw just like, you know, like a Dragon Ball Z style, like uppercut where they like you fly into the air and shit and then you hit the ground. Yeah. It's like that, dude. That seesaw fucked me up, dude. Damn. Yeah, just busted my lip all the way open. I've still got like where, little white scars on the inside of my lip from it. Where was this at? This is in. Um, uh, I think Louisiana. this was in. I think this was actually uh, when I was like two years old. No, did you live in Louisiana? No, I lived in. So I lived in uh, El Paso until I was two. That's where I was born. You're born in El Paso. Yeah, dude. My mom I used to no jump idea. the border and shit and like go get drunk at like sixteen. That's probably why she got pregnant with me. You know, she's she's going around doing all that crazy shit. Yeah, his mom's crazy. <laughs> she's not that crazy. I love you, Kelly. I love you. Oh, I really I hope, hope she's listening. not listening to this podcast. I hope, I hope she is. Nah, you haven't told your mom about the podcast? No, dude. What? It's I'm literally gonna... peen podcast, dude. <laughs> I'm sending her a link. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Look what your son did. <laughs> then my grandfather's going to get a hold of it again and be like, Kelly, I told you he was gay. <laughs> there have been so many times where I'll post like a picture on my like Facebook or something with one of my buddies that I haven't seen in a long time. We're just doing goofy shit. There's one time my buddy uh, came down to visit and we took him out on the boats. Me and Andrew did, or Andrew and I, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. mm -hmm. And we did, we ran out of room in the car to get to where the boat was. So he's riding on my lap and somebody was about to take a picture. And so he turned around and it looked like he was like doing like a super sexy move towards me. And so we posted that. I didn't think anything of it. And then apparently my grandfather saw it and like talked to my mom what's, and was like, is Tyler gay now? What's a super sexy move? Uh, <laughs> 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 now, now I have to describe it. So, you know, I, like, I mean, if it's super sexy, then think Christina Aguilera, mom, dude. Right? Oh, you know, Christina Aguilera, dude. Yeah. Huh? Aguilera. You know how Aguilera. she's got that. She's got that one move. I, I'm just yeah, talking yeah. on my ass at this point, but she's got that one yeah. move where I think all, I think all like, hip-hop stars or pop stars have that move where they do that like weird they like curl their body downwards towards the ground and then they yeah. pop 
pop their belly and back and arc it at the same time and then like yeah. a slowly <laughs> like you know what i'm talking about it's like yeah. that oh yeah that is super sexy it was it was hot nice. dude there was heat yeah. coming off the seat i think you're i think you're gay <laughs> baby <laughs> maybe maybe just a little bit everybody's uh, everybody's a little gay everybody's a little gay everybody because yeah, i mean I, i've got like an brother. attraction to gerard butler uh ryan reynolds like i know those dudes are like fine you know i do know yeah, my brother, <laughs> i was like oh shit <laughs> no he's a uh, super gay he's got a you got a man uh william and everything will well william ryan uh, yeah, yeah. He, he will love him i need to talk to him i actually again. miss him dude i haven't seen him in so long i wish he'd come to visit it's just that he doesn't see eye to eye with uh my sister melinda uh i don't think a lot of people do yeah well uh, she's going through a lot man but it's good that your family's your family you know yeah like extremely it supportive is. and everything oh absolutely and and this is something that I mean, a lot of people, especially coming from a religious background, like they alienate their their children that come out, you know? Yeah. And my parents never did that. That's their son, and they love him, and they do what they can to support him. Yeah. He's also got a pretty sweet setup right now. He does, man. He lives in the freaking mountains in Arkansas, and it's literally two houses down from them it's like a sprouts or whole foods except it's a mom and pop shop so it's like everything's organic and delicious there freaking jelly dude well he's also got what two entire walls dedicated to video games because we know he's about oh, that yeah. nerd life oh man oh yeah the i feel like he's the one that got me back into magic the gathering oh yeah <laughs> like i feel like we had talked about it and then he actually brought a bunch of cards over he did, yeah. That and happened. then and then we all started playing, and then we got back into Magic again, you know? Yep. Yep. I remember that. I fuck it. Oh, man. That's one thing I regret. I had a huge duffel bag full of Magic cards, and I sold them all to, to a shop in Garland. I regret that. Yeah, that's a, that's a fat rip. I had to sell majority of my Magic cards before I moved to Austin, actually. Why? to afford to be able to move down here there's some shit happened right beforehand uh before i moved and oh, i just shit. i didn't have the funds i don't i don't even remember what it was it's just some stupid stuff that like yeah i just had to pay extra for shit and then my car was kind of a junker and wouldn't make it that far so i had to pay to tow it so i ended up just getting a u-haul and putting my bed my dresser and that was about it in there yeah i mean you yeah. you you drove with me uh, yeah, I actually helped you move in. Yeah, yeah I remember so that. I was towing my car. Were you towing your car? Yeah. We were driving We were driving in the U-Haul, and my car was on a trailer hitch. Oh, yeah. Bah, yeah pulling it behind that. it. Yeah. Because there was just no... there, man. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, yes. I had a great childhood. It was, a, it was okay. Um... But, but it doesn't matter what my parents taught me or it doesn't matter that I knew right from wrong I still made mistakes and I still did things that were stupid you know and I looked, made my parents look like idiots countless times dude. that was embarrassing I look back and realize how embarrassed they, they must have been you know they didn't teach me to act like that but I acted like that 
Yeah. <clears throat> I think that I think that also ties into like the gratitude you have as an adult for your parents yeah, too. Because I remember I growing up and being like, man, what the fuck is this? You told me if I got straight A's that I would get a cool ass toy, and all I got is this He-Man toy, and I'm not even into it now. But now I like looking back, I'm like, fuck, that shit was like twenty bucks. Yeah. And at that time, we're living in a townhome. We got like we're on food stamps and shit. It's like we yeah. didn't have money like that, and they still were spending on like I've got two brothers and a sister, and we all were getting shit all the time, you know? Yeah, that's. I'm I'm used to hand me downs, dude. I got hand me downs for for ages. Yeah, we were very poor. Yeah, and then I got all the I I got all this crap now, and I mean I make decent money working. 60 plus hours a week and i have all this useless shit that doesn't even matter I mean, but it costs money pc yeah it's expensive i think that's something that everybody especially coming from like humble beginnings and yeah. you you start coming into your own and making your own way and you start to make a good living uh, maybe decent living for some people and then good living for some people and then exponential living for some people you know but coming from Daddy, that humble beginning you my... kind of you kind of sit there and you're like, I can get this now. It's not even about like you need this or you have the money to spend. So you're going to spend it. It's like just knowing that you could drop that money on something that you enjoy at the moment or yeah. that you that you might want for a little bit of time. You can just do yeah. that. And I think that's the feeling that a lot of people that grow, grow up kind of on the lesser side of the pay scale yeah. and then end well, up making more than their parents yeah. combined. It's that's weird. It's though, a hard story. It? Yeah, we, we live. It's we're super. Being pro we're being programmed to by uh, our society. We have we feel the need to have the next best thing and the latest and greatest, and yeah. it's all a facade. You know, like we were fine with what we had ten years ago. Everything we had was great. There've been huge technological advances, and now everything's ten times better. And we have to have the latest and greatest. And it drives it's, consumerism is what drives our economy. And on a, that note, do you look at the you know the coronavirus update? A lot of people are freaking out about it, and then a lot of people are they look at it like you know more people died from the flu than the coronavirus. So there's this fear-based tactic that's. Uh, entwined with that as long as we're afraid we can we consume more when we're afraid yeah i don't know it, so it's it's weird to to think that we can't like we don't know what's going on and you get news from both sides of the fence like oh it's a pandemic be afraid and then other people i oh, don't worry about it it's nothing big you don't know what to you don't know what to think on that front yeah <clears throat> right around tax season too isn't that weird everybody just got a big chunk of money back and and now there's something to be afraid about Everybody's going out and buying masks, you know? Except for the E-Boys. The E-Boys already had the masks. They already had the masks. Yeah, they yeah. got, like, teeth on them and shit. Uh, I, I can't stand E-Boys. <laughs> it's so cringe. If I was that age and and I had the, the, the same things that we have now at that age, I'd be doing the same damn thing. Okay? Oh, hell yeah. No judgment. Yeah, no judgment for me. It's just looking, looking at it, it's so cringy. Well, I mean, it's that's every generation, though. Like yeah. millennials get a huge flack, like a huge chunk of flack from people who are the older than them or older than us. Yeah. And it's like, we're not that fucking bad. All right. We're not. Like, come on. 
people think yeah. we're entitled no we just know what we're doing is worth what we're not getting paid well i actually thought uh, i was entitled for the longest time man because uh, we are grown we were raised in this fantasy and that's what it, at least what it felt like this fantasy thing that uh we work hard we do what we're supposed to and we'll make it and we'll get there and we'll make it and yeah that the american dream is attainable for everyone as long as you put yeah. the hard work in which is exactly. fucking bullshit but but you're no no i i wouldn't say that you, you know you're never gonna make it you're never gonna get there because as soon as you get there you don't live happily ever after because there's always tomorrow so what about tomorrow you know we don't we never learned about tomorrow yeah they they didn't teach us about tomorrow they said do 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 well and get there and that's the example that has been put in front of us through television and other medias for forever now and then i what i think what happened with the, the whole millennial thing is that you know we did what we were told to do we followed the outline that was set before us and when go to we college there, get a job yeah, be in debt yeah, and then you get out of it and then you turn around and you're like what the fuck just happened i i haven't even made it yet you know and and i like i did everything i was supposed to i i'm owed something i genuinely felt that way when i was maybe early 20s dude that's how i felt and then i i don't know what i did i pulled my pants up and decided that i wasn't gonna be a bitch anymore <laughs> yeah i don't think i ever felt entitled to really anything i mean i, I there were of course the conversations that andrew would bring up where i was like no i'm not gonna sit in the back seat i called shotgun <laughs> like shit like that i was like yeah, yeah. i'm the best friend i get to Them's sit in the rule it's like that kind yeah. of shit but never like yeah, yeah. money grubby or like i deserve to have a job that's well paying or i should be yeah. famous whatever like that well, was the never knows me or yeah like uh, you know, i never I felt have to work 40 hours you know i i felt like that i genuinely did like like my job i do so much at my job i need more but the fact is is that that job has a, a limit and once you've gotten to that limit you you're either stuck in that same place or you go get another job that's how it is and i switched employers but i always stayed at that level and, and yeah. i didn't really i didn't really push past it or try to try to exceed what what i already knew and, yeah. you know, i had, the, I had that view i had the, i had that view but i also had the understanding of it was never about loyalty to a company per se uh, when i was growing up but i knew that if you get a job somewhere and you're wanting to make more money or you feel that you need to make more money making a lateral move to another company is not a good idea because you're starting out the ground floor but yeah. if you start at a different job making more money, that's like you staying at your job and getting a raise to me. I'd agree. So no matter what I did, I always study. was, yeah. No matter what I did, I was always just like, I know what I'm capable of. I know what I'm doing is beneficial for the people that I'm working for. And if I'm not yeah. being compensated for it, it wasn't about me being titled because, or entitled because I, I felt like I wasn't being appreciated. I knew that I wasn't being appreciated and I knew that I wasn't making the money that I could make somewhere else that would show that they appreciated me more. And I think a lot of people kind of, they get to that point, but they don't jump off and start searching somewhere else. Cause that's what happened at Best Buy with me. I started off in Geek Squad where you make more than the sales floor most of the time. And there's no commissions or anything. And then they moved me out to the sales floor and I barely got any, I got like a 30 cent raise one year. And I was like, fuck. I outsold everyone in the district. 
where's my shit they like i got district came in one day and they gave me a black hoodie a zip up hoodie and i know it's a female hoodie and i don't care that it's a female hoodie because it was kind of sick but it's a female hoodie because the zipper was on the opposite side of the shirt what what do you mean it's for so, lefty then right no so so this is something i actually learned probably i think last year women's buttons and like women's shirts zip and button on the opposite side of men's because it's it's super sexist way back in the day women didn't put their own clothes on they had their nurses or uh like maids or whatever maids yeah and maidens whatever they dressed them so it was easier for them to do it from the left side because it was like putting on pants for like doing it from the right side i see and that's just always how it's been but huh. we're changing that shit. We're doing pockets yeah. and we're doing Big fucking buttons on the right side. On the right side. That's right, ladies. You can button your own pants. You don't or, need. Or you else can to do fucking have you. somebody else button your pants, but then they're gonna have to work for it. Exactly. Hey, that's nicely put. Not nicely you. put. <laughs> Very <laughs> fucking full circle right there. Dude. That was great. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So, uh, I talked a little about a bit about myself do you want to get into to your childhood or do you want to save that for another day i mean we can we're only we're only like 45 minutes in or something like that i can right, i can good, sum up good. a lot of it i mean there's of course there's shit that you didn't go over you know there's shit that i'm like not what gonna what or oh, yeah, just like childhood shit there's just too much you know we're fucking 28 years yeah. old 29 we can we can i'm 30 but yeah it's just damn you old bitch i am man i don't have gray hair um, uh, I don't uh, have hair, but, but I still have hair. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> it's it's not gonna be. I don't know how long it's gonna be until I have none left. I hope I get to keep it though. That'd be nice. Your forehead is getting a little bigger. No, it's my hairline's receded, but it's like the widow peak. A widow peak's genetic, and I get like my widow peak is just. Whoop, yeah, you look like Vegeta's little sister. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Vegeta's sexy little sister. Dude, I, huh. I'll say sexy whenever you show me that Christina Aguilera move. Ooh, all right. Should have showed yeah, me this I'll, weekend, uh, dude. That was your opportunity. <laughs> you only get and one had, shot. Do not miss a chance to blow. A great time, dude, uh, this weekend. It, I wish we had recorded that entire thing. The whole thing. I wish we had somebody to carry a camera for us. because I don't want to carry a camera and have to speak behind it. Yeah. No, that Dude, shit was so that shit was really fun and funny. We watched the fight this weekend, the Reyes Jones fight. I lost yeah. twenty bucks on Reyes. You, you lost forty bucks, dude. Well, because uh, you bet twenty bucks to two people and then lost. I, I understand that, but um, it's I really didn't lose any money because I never paid them. Yeah, because <laughs> you're not gonna pay it. <laughs> oh no 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 no! First, it's not gonna let me get away with that. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That mofo is gonna call me out the next time I see him, and of course I'm gonna pay him. I just didn't. I didn't have the twenty dollars that he needed. Plus, I passed out before anything. So Chris is super about super about making sure his bets are paid in full. Oh, I know it. I know. There's it. I have a... no problem paying him back. I, if I owe you money, you get your money. Well, Period. it's not even about the money. I think it's the principle for him. Uh, what is? He's a stickler, dude. It's the principle, like. What does Chris know about principal? He hasn't been in school forever, so he's in school right now. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have principals in for college. being. A lo- fuck you! <laughs> they have deans. <laughs> oh god! No, there was one time that me and him made a bet, and I was super uneducated about velociraptors, and I thought that the natural velociraptor, the one from the history books, 
was the one that you yeah. see in Jurassic Park, which is just not true. And I was like, no, Velociraptor's like this. And he's like, no, they're turkey-sized. They had feathers, blah, 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 blah. I was like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. And we just had a dumbass conversation and a dumbass bet. And the bet was that if I was wrong, I would punch myself in the face as hard as I could. <laughs> and of course, I fucking lost that bet. And his mom's sitting there just like, oh, my God. What the I've fuck? That. I've and then she Chris. got mad at him for making me punch myself in the face because I did it. <laughs> I fucking wailed myself in the face. Yeah. You're a man of your word. I like that. Hell like yeah, that. dude. Uh, now all we need is some, some super sexy action. And I might call you my wife. No? No? Okay. Um, That's cool. Maybe later. A rose by any other name would smell just as sweet. No. What? Just call me no, Typo. <laughs> you don't have to call, call me wife. Me <laughs> call me Typo in the oh. back door. Uh... <laughs> I don't know why I went to the back door immediately. That's so that's right always, there. Just so in case you guys were wondering, um, he always goes to the back door immediately. It's because people leave that shit unlocked, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, too bad that onesie didn't have a butt flap. Dude, I know, right? I'm can't. Uh, that's enough. Dope. That's enough. Okay. So enough. We'll get back. Well, let's talk about me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's talk about me. No. Uh, I go ahead. So I, you already, I already told you earlier, I was born in El Paso. I lived there until I was like two. Uh, it's it's actually, this will tie into something else later on, but there was apparently, I don't remember this, but apparently I had a huge crush on one of my neighbors and her name was Jessica. Ew. And I didn't remember this for forever, but a couple years or two years later, uh, we had to get rid of my dog. My dog was, I, I remember him vividly and I was only two years old whenever we had to get rid of him, but. His name is Oso Blanco. He was a Siberian white husky. And he had Oso one brown eye and Blanco. one blue eye. And it was so fucking gorgeous. And there was a there was a moment in time where after I had just been born, I'm at my grandmother's house with my mom. And one of her friends comes over and I guess he looked shady to the dog. And the dog just growled at him. Like, like was going to yeah. fuck him up. And he was laying next to me. I'm laying on the ground. And the guy was like wanting to see me. And my grandmother's like, I don't know if I would push that and every every like five seconds the guy of the guy getting closer the dog would start inching closer to me until the guy was close enough to where he could pick me up and the dog just both arms over my chest and stared at the guy like nope you're not getting over here yeah. this is mine yeah uh -uh, this is my boy so my grandmother had to pick me up and hand me to him and after that when he put me back down the dog apparently just surrounded me and like smelled every part of me inspecting me making sure i was still who i was and not hurt yeah. and then just stared that guy down until he left <laughs> i miss that dog so much dude that sounds like a great dog I wish he's, I good he's dog. a great dog Oso blanco I've, also oh he's so blanco it means white bear I, and he no, legit also, looked like oh you're right Oso is bear isn't yeah it? i thought you meant like oh so white like he's just white <laughs> <laughs> nope, Oso Blanco. Because he was just a huge dog. He all white. White bear. Yeah, but so we got rid of him when I was two. And of course I was two, so it didn't, it wasn't like a huge impact on my life until I was old enough to realize that I'm never going to see that dog again. Yeah. You know? And uh, when I finally realized that shit, I was living in New Orleans. Um, we lived in a place right outside New Orleans, Kenner. Uh, and then when my parents got divorced when I was 12. 
Um, I went and lived with my mom in Metairie, which is like a hop, skip, and a rock's throw away from downtown New Orleans where the Superdome is. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, we also had, not a town drunk, but so where I lived, the subdivision or intersection area was called Fat City. And we had a guy named Poochie. Poochie. And yeah, he he's just this old guy. He's drunk as fuck all the time. And he'd look at my mom and be like, man, Kelly, get your mustard and Cheeto smelling ass over here. Like talking shit. Just saying the most <laughs> random shit. Telling her she smelled like mustard and Cheetos. Like that's, and Cheetos. I think that would smell fucking disgusting. I've, and I, I love both of those. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Spicy, I've had mustard, mustard and Cheetos. Cheetos and mustard. That sounds good. We used to put mustard on fucking everything, dude. Yeah, I put mustard. I still put mustard Those on Those burritos? <clears throat> Which ones? The fucking burritos that we used to get with the tiger sauce and mustard. Oh, tiger sauce is so good, dude. <laughs> I miss it. Do they still sell it at Walmart? I remember. I don't remember. Um, after uh, Hurricane Katrina, whenever Texas accepted a lot of refugees. I say refugees, but a, a lot of people that were affected came to Texas because... Uh, the I, I don't know that we just gave them uh like like you for instance you the came, economy was better dude it was way better here and that was a, uh, i mean it still is that's a huge that was a huge turning point in my life yeah yeah why don't you talk about that these this fool got a house for, for a, a penny, penny uh, for a, a year penny in a year yeah that that's fucking nuts dude i that is nuts. so the the program that helped us so i'll say one thing and then i'll stop talking about it because it doesn't really bother me that much, but I find it stupid as fuck. There's two two points to it. First point is when I was 15, that's whenever Hurricane Katrina hit. It's my uh, freshman year of high school. I went to Grace King High School for a week. I was in ROTC. I started to love it, all my friends from when I was growing up. And then boom, life completely flipped upside down. And where I was living with my mom, the upstairs neighbors, their bathroom, caved in into my bedroom and I lost everything in my bedroom except for like a blanket and my mom had uh, like a box of photos but I remember we had an old Xbox 360 and that was it and we had like shitty tube TVs we didn't have any big screens we didn't have anything like fancy we lived on like food stamps and shit it was just that's just how it was you know and then when Hurricane Katrina hit it the government fucked with us so hard just to give us any amount of money that we were owed through like renter's insurance and shit like so Fannie Mae is actually the company that gave us the the house for a penny and we we decided you know what fuck it we'll just move to Texas my mom decided this we're gonna move to Texas we went and stayed with my aunt who was in uh, a South Dallas area and that's when I actually met Vance who I, I met you through actually which is kind of yeah. crazy um but no, 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 no. You met Vance, and then later on, we met you separately. Well, I met you, Vance, and then I had a class with him. I, I'd like met you in in passing, but it was it, like we weren't hanging out. Oh no! I, the first time I met you was in Anna, dude. Yeah, but I met Vance yeah. in Richardson. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Which was crazy because then I walked into my fucking social studies class, and I was like, what "Fuck, are you doing here, dude?" He's like, this is yeah. my school. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> I was like, this is my school. Oh, but uh, so, yeah. What's that fucking one completely pointless charity shit? 
I have no idea. Not the Red Cross. Fuck, uh, what is it? Uh, FIFA. FEMA. FEMA. Oh, yeah. FEMA yeah, no, no, is fucking trash, dude. It's a paramilitary operation. That they wouldn't help us at all. Yeah, they, they don't do much. You know, they, they just go out there you know one of the biggest them. reasons why? Why? And I, this is no shade towards anybody else, but because we were white. Oh, uh, really? They yep. wouldn't help you because you're white? They didn't believe us. Same thing when I moved to Texas after Katrina is people were like, you're not from, you're not from Louisiana, you're not black. And really? I was like, I was like, what? That doesn't even make fucking sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't even make fucking sense. No, it doesn't. And uh, yeah, so that was like, that's my two things about that shit. So fuck okay. that. But right. after Hurricane Katrina, we ended up moving to Richardson and then I stayed there. I went to Berkner, which is a humongous school. It's like a fucking college campus. Um, and then we moved out to Anna, and that's where I met you and everybody else and finished out a little bit more high school, and then it moved again. Uh, I did yeah. a lot of moving as well, but it was never by choice, you know? <clears throat> it was natural disaster, and that's the thing about Hurricane Katrina that it's fucking weird to me. We never really left. There was one other, uh, There was one other hurricane that we actually left and evacuated because of. I don't remember what it was, but I was really young, and we went all the way to, like, Tennessee or some shit. And then the hurricane never even fucking hit. <laughs> and so, from that point on, we were just like, we're not fucking evacuating. Well, yeah. when Katrina hit, I was it was my dad's week or whatever, so we were staying with him. It was me, my brothers, uh, and my sister. And my mom, apparently, had gotten sick at work. And she had a really bad migraine and had to go to the ER. And she got some medicine or something and went home. And that's the day that Katrina's hitting. And the weather's getting really bad, and my dad can't get a hold of my mom. None of us can get a hold of her because she's asleep. Yeah. And uh, so we go over there and make sure that she's awake and and tell her that we're leaving and we're going to Mississippi or some shit. And uh, I wanted to stay, but like I I I was 15 at the time. I didn't have any say so on where I would stay. You know. Yeah. Uh, so my dad took me and my brothers and my sister, and we left and went to Denham Springs, Louisiana, which is right outside Baton Rouge. And I didn't hear from my mom for two months after that. I didn't know what happened to her. I didn't know where she was. And that like, it kind of it was kind of scary. But during Katrina, while Katrina's hitting, I'm sitting there outside riding four wheelers with like sitting on a boogie board being dragged through fields of grass because the wind and the rain was all crazy. But the, tor the like torrential rain and shit was not there. Yeah, there was no levee that was busting and just flooding everything. Um. So, like, I'm sitting there having fun as a fucking kid, not realizing, like, I haven't had contact with my mom since a natural disaster. And come to find out, she was in a truck with her bird and her cat and got pushed off into a ditch at a gas station and watched the gas station get completely torn apart. And she survived by being in a truck that fell into a ditch. Is that the beast? That was the beast, dude. That was the beast. Oh, that truck that a Chevy? is a Chevy Silverado. And I think it was a 1996 Chevy yeah, Silverado is red. Freaking beast, dude. It, yeah, it fucking worked, dude. I had that car for, I had that truck for probably two years after she gave it to me. It was a beast of a truck. It I used to pop so many truck. curbs, dog. <laughs> <laughs> curb oh, check. It wasn't even about curb check. I was just like, I'm not fucking waiting in this line. And I just go over the curb. <laughs> you could. You could do that, though. Yep. You're, you're driving a Chevy, all right? Backup Ford. Or, uh, Chevy's gonna be yeah. yeah. Ford by. Bye. So after that, I, I'd yeah. say that shaped me a lot because friends were like a big deal for me. 
and I've always been kind of outgoing and out like outward personality. So it's easy for me to make friends, but like yeah. my closest friends, like I'd never want to leave where they're at, you know? Well, yeah, they fucking went to Austin, you bitch. I, I had to do me. that for my own sanity, what though. That, what does that make me, huh? Uh, that makes you the next person to move to Austin. Uh, I don't know about that, dude. Really or closer don't. to Austin. Maybe closer, but I I don't want to move my son away from his mother. I don't want to be that oh, yeah. guy. I'm, I'm not going to, like, I want her to be in his life because he loves her. Uh, she would have it opposite, I believe. She just oh, yeah, wants sure. me out of the picture entirely, but... I don't I do not wish that upon him I had parents growing up I don't I don't know what separation does to a child because I don't have that experience and it freaks me out man it's one of my I'll, I'll try and put you at, at ease a little bit it's gonna affect well, every single person differently it affected yeah. me differently when my parents got split up also there were other things with that that affected me only you know, whenever my parents were getting divorced when I was 15, that's also when I found out I was adopted. What? Yeah. No way. So hold my on. mom, hold my mom on is my real mom. Uh, uh, okay. So what happened with that whole situation was, of course, you already know this for anybody listening right now. My grandparents on both sides of my family were preachers. Both of them preachers. So super Southern Baptist household, end to end. My the music that we listened to in the car was at point one decibels, and it was DC talk or nothing. Maybe a little switchfoot, but you couldn't even hear it. You had to make your own songs with it. That's like that was how sheltered it was, and that was already that was just growing up. Now for my mom growing up, being in a super religious household, very strict household. Whenever she got pregnant, premaritally. Like she was is out of wedlock. She got kicked out of the church. She got kicked out of her house. She was basically disowned from the entire family. And so that is so messed up. Dude. It's Why, fucked, dude. It's not very Christ-like, if you ask me. Uh, it's not. It's not. I no, mean, it's, it's in the past too, though. So yeah, I think that that also had a, a shaping into who I am now, because yeah. it it crossed my mom's mind that maybe she should get an abortion. And then it got to the point where she was like, you know what? I'm just going to put him up for adoption and give him to a family that can take care of him. And that still wasn't enough for like the family. And then it came a time where there was an old couple that was going to adopt me. And then they were going to put her through college. And I, sometimes I wonder how that would have worked out. I mean, this was like an older couple, like a really old couple. And they had yeah. some very old thoughts and when they saw my sonogram, I was like one of the first sonograms they saw of me. They were all excited and then they saw it and they were like, ooh, we don't know. Not because I was an ugly baby or anything, but in the sonogram, even the doctors thought that I was probably going to be black. And yeah. Uh, that's so messed up, man. Yeah. What? Well, that's not even messed up. The messed up part is that they were like, we want nothing to do with you since there's even a chance that he could be black exactly that's the i mean that's what i saw when that's that yeah. is so messed up dude that's oh, fucked dude God. and i mean i get i get that it was that time period but no, that's still just like that that's time. a fucking kid that's messed up, dude. you're right it's still a child yeah it, it, oh, goodness 
so th that ended up happening and so all that shit fell through and my mom was back in at square one and then i got to a point where she wanted to keep me but she still put me up for adoption i think i don't remember if if this was like i haven't talked about this in a while to my mom but um i think at one point i was in a like group home for like a week and she just couldn't do it so she got me back um but so she put me up for adoption and that's when my grandfather met my dad and they hit it off and he he was interested in trying to get like my mom to go on a date with him my mom said she didn't really want to or whatever and then she finally just gave in and said yeah i'll go on a date with you. and things worked out and whether they were in love or what i don't i don't know i'm not gonna speak for them obviously it didn't work out in the long run but yeah. it worked out for me i had i had a pretty good childhood there were aspects of it which were not awesome but i uh it's, it's interesting to me so he was in saudi arabia and somehow was able to adopt me i'm pretty sure it was illegally because he wasn't there but he adopted me and married her so i got his last name but she was my she's my mom you know yeah and yeah so there's that that's that whole thing i found that out when i was 15 and i i remember growing up and being like man i'm treated so differently and i always thought it was because i was the oldest and most yeah. of it was because i was the oldest but then, of course, at that age, when you're 15 and you feel like shit all the time, you got some depression going on and you start finding yourself, you know? Yeah. Then I find out, no, I was I was treated differently because I was adopted. That's where my mind went, even though that's not really true. You know, I wasn't treated more harshly because is that a fuck, is that how I should say that? No, harshly. Just harshly. Just, just harshly. All right. It'd be more harsh. <clears throat> I was not treated harshly because of me not having the same blood cells, you know? It was yeah. because I was the oldest. And that they didn't know what they were fucking doing. Yep. Which is most parents, you know? I mean, it, obviously, your parents got it worked out with fucking 12 kids or some shit, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> we, we everybody, it affects everybody differently. For me, yeah. when my parents were getting divorced, it, and then I found out I was adopted, I was like, fuck yeah like you guys fight way too much you're not my real dad like fuck this place i'm out yeah. but for my younger brother who is like fucking five years old he has he had no fucking clue what's going on that none of them knew that i was adopted they didn't know that i was their half brother by, by blood and it's, it was just is a weird thing for everyone involved but it affected me differently than it's gonna affect my brothers and my sister and my sister i named her you know you named her after the that chick you had a crush on. <laughs> that's so. That's what my mom thinks. But thinks? <laughs> I had I I'm not even kidding you. So when my sister was being born is when my parents were like really having problems, and my mom was like, "I need to find a way to leave him. I do not want to be here anymore." And uh, she was trying at her utmost to not get pregnant which is super easy, don't have sex. You know what I'm saying? Then you can't get pregnant. Well, she ends up getting pregnant. She has no fucking clue, right? It's like two weeks after she was actually pregnant. Um, and I have a very, very vivid dream. And of course, super religious at the time in a Southern Baptist household. And I had this dream that I was in bed, my bunk bed, and an, an older gentleman, kind of like a, a silhouette of a man, comes into my room and it's not like creepy or anything i know it sounds creepy 
it's not does, man. <laughs> in my mind in my mind when i was awake i knew that that was god you know that was yeah. what my mind was telling me is i was i was hanging out with god and we were talking and in this conversation that we had he said things are about to change and you're going to have a sister and i was like oh shit i mean of course i didn't say that to god who says that yeah. you know? uh but i have this like humongous epiphany in my mind and this dream that i thought was real and i went to my mom and was like i am so stoked right now i am so happy she's like what is your deal i was like i talked to god last night and i'm having a sister and she's like <laughs> little boy you have no fucking clue she's like uh okay <laughs> tell you what if if i have a girl you can name her and i was like yes <laughs> hell yes and sure enough three months later she's like no fucking shit no way yeah and she's like yep you're having a sister i was like told you i named my sister i think i've heard that story before yeah i mean it's a it's a fucking nuts story whether you believe in god or not or you believe in higher power whatever it it fucking happened i told my mom about this shit and it came to fruition and true fruition it was already fruit fruitioned fruition fruitionation Came full fruition. Fruitions. Knowledge is what brings knowledge. But yeah, wow. I think that that outlook Ooh, wow. that I had at that age is what kind of changed me t- into who I am now. Of course, growing up in that household and like feeling yeah. the way that I did, I found that making people laugh and being goofy was how I liked to deal with myself. And then it just became like part of my personality. So I have a question for you. I mean, I know I know the answer, but it's mostly for the listeners. If you could go back and change anything in your past, would you? No. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same page, man. There, I've I've lived through some pretty crappy times, and uh, I've done a lot of stupid and embarrassing things, and some terrible things have happened to me, and I would not go back and change a thing because. It would mean changing who Everything. I am today. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's a, a huge point for a lot of people is it, I feel like the people that would go back and change something also live with regret. Yeah. And yeah. That I, I never want to regret something. They, they if don't I don't do something, see... I don't do it for a reason. Or if I do something, I do it for a reason. I'm never well, going mean... to sit there and wonder like, oh, I should have done this differently. I wish I could change it. No. This is well, this is the path I chose. That, I'm gonna stick with it. Not that you do something different. I mean, I look back and wish I had done some things differently. But if I actually had the option to go back and change it, I wouldn't because that I, you know, I don't know if it's out of fear of what it might change for my future, or you know, when I look back, it's like I, that experience is without or, or you can't put a value on that experience. It's in, invaluable. I don't. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, that's that's the right word. I could couldn't do it. I could not do it. I would not want to change anything. It's I I am here. I am who I am, and uh, I wouldn't change a damn thing. I went through a lot when I was I'd say about fifteen. You know that that was really like a turning point. From like twelve to fifteen, you really yeah. start to figure out who you are, and you look for a life outside of your parents, and you yeah that's that's that age the real world yeah and. We all go through that chemical change in our brains and it can be a lot especially if 
um, our parents are ill-equipped to deal with it. We grew up, they grew up in this style of sit down, shut up, focus on what's in front of you. But that's not the case anymore. We've, most, most people our age grew up like that. And you can see that some people project that onto their children, sit down, shut up. But that doesn't help the child. You're not inducing yeah. creativity. And the kids that are that, that happens to they get caught up in in the world and they see Hollywood and think that that's real life, man. And like the suicide rate these days is crazy, you know. Yeah, it's and it's it all comes back more, it's to the families, thing. man. You don't have those people in your life on a day to day basis that you can rely on that you can talk to things about. If you don't have that with you know friends or family now, then it's life can seem hopeless but there are people out there that are looking for a good friend you be a good person and you'll find good people and those good people will stay in your life i have yeah. a, a handful of friends man just people that like like you like reagan people that i trust that trust me we've been through a lot and we've been really shitty to each other sometimes yeah. and but we're still here together and uh, absolutely love it especially in in regards to reagan there's a lot i wish i could talk to uh say about him uh, the things that our experiences together you know things that have happened to us that'll come that for another day though yeah and, that'll come and I'm, I'm excited i'm excited for that podcast that it's going to be a good one we'll Hell definitely yeah. bring him along yeah but uh in short you know to, to don't give up hope man you reach out and you're gonna have to live through it yeah either way i think that you can make it friends are the family that you get to pick yeah and that's that's how i've always viewed it my friends were always like my my strong point my like rock you know i go to my friends about anything and nothing against anybody in my family nothing against the way that they live their lives but i don't live the same lifestyle that they do and I don't have some of the same views that they do. And when that started to happen and started to like come out in my personality and the way that I lived my life, I kind of fell out from the family. I was kind of a black sheep. And most of them thought I was like doing drugs or doing crazy shit all the time. And like out of my friends, I'm the most fucking chill as far as shit like that. Yeah, I get yeah. drunk and do something stupid like jump out of a fucking treehouse. That's a different day story. Different story, different day. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but like I, my my uh, uh, some of my other siblings got into like <coughs> oh excuse me oh yeah mm. some of my some of my siblings got into drugs pretty bad some of them got into like really bad places in their life that i didn't get to and i mean drugs were introduced to me at a young young age and i just never sought to to try any of them the ones that they didn't get drugs introduced to them they're the ones that end up trying them so it's like yeah. it's it's different for every single person, especially how they handle their parents splitting up, but also just the things that happen to you if you live with like that regret, it fucks you. And that's why I appreciate like the friendship that you and I have and the friendship yeah. that I have with like that group of friends because y'all are the people y'all I chose you all over my family when my family decided to move. I was like I want to finish high school in the place where I've made good friends who care about me. Not that my family doesn't care about me, but that I choose them to finish out this shit while I become an adult because they're supporting me no matter what. They don't have any judgments towards me. Yeah. So that's, that's 
where I've been for the past couple years. I've my family is all around me and they live in fucking everywhere, dude. Good shit. Good shit. Well, I, I think that's a good uh, note to close on. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. yeah. Made it pretty far. I got a lot of work to do trying to push this stuff out. I keep coming across issues, but we can discuss that here in a moment. Thanks yeah. everybody for uh, stopping by and listening to us talk. Um, find us on the socials. We are uh, we're on Twitter at Peencast, Instagram at Peencast. Check out our YouTube p.e.e.n.podcast the peen podcast people everywhere everything now <clears throat> yeah smash like subscribe <laughs> add okay, us on gamers. twitter and give us some give us some stuff you want to talk about give us know? some feedback man yeah let's what do you think let's I get to it. it i do want to i do just want to say thank you again to everybody who is listening or has listened is listening yeah because yeah, it's been really interesting i was nervous about doing that not like nervous but I was like, this is going to be so fucking weird having people just listen to us talk about like the yeah. dumbass shit that we have to say sometimes. And I feel like our viewpoints sometimes are good. Sometimes I'm just dumb. Like the whole tablecloth thing. I still fucking hate tablecloths. But I know that they're valuable. You know? They're invaluable. Invaluable. All right. I see. <laughs> But yeah, I just want to say thank you to you guys because we actually have had some people listen and we don't know where yeah. you're coming from, but it's uh, it's kind of cool that we're not getting like down votes and shit or like unliked or a bunch of bad comments, but yeah. it's just, it's kind of cool. Oh, all right, that's it, you guys. We'll see you next Monday. Come back and, and join us. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.